Welcome to episode 8, season 2 of Level On Up. I'm Sadia. In this ep, I'm going to be having a chat to Ben Packer, one of the nicest guys I know. In fact, has taught me a little bit in production um, and is a colourist based in Berlin. Let's get straight into the chat. Ready to take things to a new level? This is Level On Up with Sadia. Welcome, Ben Packer. How are you going? Good, good. Let's, good to talk uh, to you, Scad. It's great to talk to you too. It's been a while. Um, I mean, it's only been a couple of months, but it's been a while since you've been home here in Bordertown, or should I say Mandala, so we don't cause a rivalry. Yeah, yeah, Mandala boy, true and true. Um, it has been a while. It's been probably, uh, I don't know, four years maybe. Getting close to four years since I was last back there. Now, for those that don't know, um, you and I worked very closely there for a few years. We did. Back in back in the golden days, um, we were we were in control of things at TCB. You and I, running the ship, <laughs> keeping things in tip top form. Now, how did you start off as uh, in production or announcing? Uh, good question. It was a long, a little bit of a while ago now. Um, I think I started where I think I started with the TCB school program. Um, I was doing some of the after school presenting and did some of the on air presentation. Um, I did used to do some breakfast shows, used to do a request show. That was good fun on Friday nights. But yeah, I, I also did some of the production behind the scenes, did some of the little IDs. There might even still be my voice on some of those IDs, I think. Uh, yes, there is. Um, which is always <laughs> nice and comforting, I think, for the relatives, uh, particularly your mum. For those that don't know, your mum is a local school teacher. She is. She's a principal out at Mandala Primary. And uh, your dad works for the local council? He does. He, he pulls his part for the community too. So how does a colourist come from a counsellor and a school teacher? Uh, good question. Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I guess through my time at TCB, I, I kind of got uh, hooked on playing with gadgets and toys and technology and sort of found my way from playing with all the audio gadgets over to playing with the the picture and video gadgets when I eventually moved on to Adelaide and went to university. Well, it's a kind of bit of a change, isn't it, going from audio um, to doing what you're doing. For those that don't know, what is a colourist? Yeah, a colourist. Um, so basically, I try to explain it in a couple of simple, quick ways. Um, if anybody's familiar with Instagram and they've used some filters before, that's sort of what I do is make filters or sometimes I also say it's a little bit like Photoshop for a moving image. Um, basically, my job is people will go out and they shoot their movies, their TV shows, their commercials, their music videos, whatever it is that they're shooting with cameras. And then it is my job to take that and make it all look really, really pretty. And um, for example, if somebody goes out and they do a shoot on Monday and they keep shooting and then they edit something together that they've shot from Monday and Friday, they cut it together. I need to make it look like Monday and Friday was three seconds apart, not five days apart. And what are some of the projects, because you're based in Berlin now, you worked on some projects here in Australia before you moved over there, some of which people would be familiar with. Yeah, yeah. Um, before I moved to Berlin, I, I used to work on a few of the South Australian tourism commercials, um, some of the RAA commercials I've worked on, uh, did some commercials for Mitsubishi. Uh, and I also did some TV series. I helped out on some of the Wolf Creek TV series and a few other um, short series that were on ABC and SBS. 
you were also part of Embrace too, but that was for a different reason, I believe. True. Yeah, actually. Um, shout out to the team for Embrace. They're actually just this week releasing the Embrace Kids documentary. Um, they've got a new new documentary in the series. But yeah, I was involved with the original. I did a little bit of editing on the original Embrace documentary. And I, yeah, I did a whole bunch of stuff on that. That was a really fun project. So you work on campaigns for some big names around the world, uh, as well as music videos and movies. What's Is there much of a difference between those projects? I guess every project is different in its own right. Yeah, yeah. So when I normally work on a project, I work on a day-to-day basis usually. I usually come in and um, yeah, just work for one or two days. Uh, if it's a commercial, then in the end, all I have to hand over is 30 seconds of really beautiful material. But if I'm working on a documentary, sometimes I might have five days to do an hour and a half of material. So there's a bit of a different focus. Sometimes I just have to get through as much of the material as possible. And then other times, if it's a commercial, I really go into every single detail. There was one time when I was grading a car commercial and I actually graded the color of the thread in the back of a seat that the stunt driver was sitting on while driving it wasn't wasn't quite the right color and so we graded just the thread of the color of the seat oh wow and how long did that take uh, i mean that was that was quite a quite an involved um campaign that one we had a bit more time than we would normally have for a commercial um i think we had maybe a week for that to really now, go can, into every now, single detail it can be quite an interesting uh, project because you more or less go into a room by yourself, don't you, when you're working on all of this stuff? More or less, yeah. I sit. I tend to sit alone um, in a dark room. We have to have all of the light blocked out and then we get specialised light fittings to put in the room so that we have a really controlled light environment. If the sun goes behind the cloud, the light doesn't change for me. Everything is controlled. Um Often I do work alone, but I, I try as much as possible to invite all my director and uh, cameraman friends to come and sit with me while I work because it's a little bit more fun to have somebody sitting next to you and work together. It must be quite a contrast when you step out, you know, open the door and see sunlight outside. Yeah, I have to be honest. Uh, sometimes it's a bit of a bit of a hard job to be doing in the dark of a European winter because I can go to work and it will be dark. I can sit in my dark room all day and work on a project and then when it's finally time for me to knock off and head home, I step outside and it's dark again. So there can be a, there can be a month there in the deep winter where I basically don't see the sun at all. So is there extra effort put in to find that happy, you know, work-life balance when you are working in those conditions? Of course. I mean, that's the bonus that I, that I do have is that I, because I'm working quite intensely on the days where I am booked, it means that I actually get some time to myself when I'm not booked and I usually try to make the most of those days. Get out and so explore what? some sun. What got you to Berlin? Obviously, you started off here in Mandala and Border Town and you're how many miles, hundreds, thousands of miles away now? Yeah, uh, it's a bit of a journey. I mean, I started there in, in Mandala, Border Town and then after... Uh, high school I moved to Adelaide and studied a Bachelor of Media Um, and while I was studying that I did a work placement for a a post-production company in Adelaide called Kojo Um, and yeah I ended up working for them for a few years I started with them in their sound department 
doing similar work to what I was doing at TCB, doing some editing and recording. Um, but then I kind of moved over slowly into their picture department. And so I was helping out with the camera department when they would bring some tapes in that I would digitize them, get them ready for the editor. I sort of became an editor's assistant for a while and then eventually became an editor myself and edited some of my own pieces and commercials. And then from there, I, I went into doing what's called online editing, where you take kind of an already finished edited piece and then you put all of the text and graphics and do the final touches, do any sort of retouching on it. Um, and then while doing that, I started to learn about color and started to get involved with color. Uh, my boss at the time was also a colorist and a VFX supervisor. Shout out to Marty Pepper. Yeah, so I learned a lot from Marty Pepper and uh, along the way I kind of it kind of opened the door and I wanted to learn more about color and so I started searching about where I could learn more about color and I found this program online that was going to be nine months long, intense study, color science, basically anything that you could think of, but uh, the only problem was that it was in Berlin. Um, and I kind of applied to it and thought, hey, what's the chances? I'm, I'm just a guy from Australia. Who's going to accept a guy from Australia for a program in Berlin? Uh, but it turns out I was successful. And then that's sort of how I, how I ended up coming over here. I got accepted into the program and sold a few of my things and moved over to do the study. And you've worked on some incredible campaigns over the years and music videos and whatever else. What is one of the funnest projects that you've worked on? Hmm, one of the funnest that I've worked on. Um, I've been pretty lucky in the last couple of years where I've had some really nice um, projects that have gone on to the festival circuit and gone around a bit. A couple of years ago, I did a project uh, with a Mexican director and a German cinematographer that got picked up um, by the Berlinale Film Festival and then also went around to Hong Kong Festival um, and a whole bunch of other international film festivals. That was a really fun one. Um, it was basically a story about a young kid who is the only kid in his town who has a motorcycle. And so all of the other kids start to see him as a bit of a god and they bring him trinkets and toys and sort of start worshipping this young kid in the hopes that maybe he'll let them ride his motorcycle. That was, that was quite a <laughs> fun little project. Now, is there any chance that you will delve back into the audio world because you were quite a good, well, exceptional DJ and obviously a whiz in the production studio. Does a part of you miss that? I mean, look, I, I live in Berlin, so I, I kind of dip my toes into the music side of things every now and then anyway. I guess there's a possibility. At the moment for me, it's something that I kind of keep on the side as a nice little hobby. When I've had enough of using my eyeballs and staring at screens all day, I put some headphones on and drown myself out that way. Now, you mentioned you've been working on some pretty cool projects in the last couple of years. That would have come quite in handy um, considering the restrictions that uh, you faced over there with COVID. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I think I was kind of in a lucky position where I, I was able to continue working even as things shut down. Yeah, it is... Uh, it's nice to be able to keep working, but one thing that I really did miss was actually having my my clients and friends with me in the room while I work because that's one thing working with creatives is that sometimes they're actually not the most outspoken kind of people. And if I'm not sitting with people in the room, 
often I miss the tiny little cues that they give where they might sit strangely in their chair or they'll do a little sigh in the back of the room to kind of show that maybe they're not happy but they don't really want to say anything. If I'm not with people in the room, then I miss those cues and I, it's something that I miss. The other thing that would have been a little bit difficult is uh, not being able to see friends and family, but good news is you're coming back over to Oz soon. That is the plan. Yeah, I, I should. Uh, this is the official tour schedule announcement. This is how we do awesome. it here, right? I'm glad we got the, the exclusive. The, the, official, the official dates will be out on the website soon. You can sign up and get pre-release <laughs> tickets. No, well, I bet you'll be looking forward to, to coming home and catching up with friends and family because how many years has it been? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be almost four years by the time that I come back again. I'm planning to come back at the end of the year, get some Australian summer. And the last time that I did that was almost four years ago. I'm sure there's plenty to catch up on uh, with because um, so many people will be glad to see you. But I guess for those that are you know, listening to this interview and thinking, wow, he's doing something that I would love to do, how would you suggest they get into it? Oh, good question. It's kind of hard because I, I sort of fell into it. I, I think what was nice about it for me is that I, I was kind of open to the opportunity, I guess. And as soon as something that was sort of color related popped up, I, I kind of just sort of took the opportunity and, and went with it um, and just kind of kept asking questions uh, to try and figure out what is going on. I remember when I when I first discovered the color grading studio in, at Kojo when I was working there, it was just down the hallway from the um, sound studio and I had kind of popped my head in to, to tell the boss something and saw this room, this dark room with a big projector and le- big leather couches everywhere and then in the centre of the room is this huge control panel and I just remember looking in there and thinking, what is this place? I need to find out more about this. This looks really cool. So that would be my one tip. Stay curious, ask questions. Be a little bit annoying with the well, questions. You've never been shy of doing that one, which has obviously worked out for you. Um, what are some of the things you get up to? I'm sure you've learned some new hobbies, taken on some new sports while over there. Um, yeah, I guess so. Um I've become a little bit of a, a bit of a fan of lake trips. Um, Berlin is uh, it's in quite a flat area. I guess that's why I feel quite at home. It's like I'm living in the in amongst the swamps that are around Mandala still. Um, but all around Berlin, there are lots of small lakes, and so that, that's that's quite nice actually. To, on the weekend, jump on the bicycle, go for a ride out of the city, find a lake, go for a swim and then ride back again in the evening. And uh, I, I heard that you were, you took up badminton too, didn't you? Was that rumour true? Or was it? No, table, table tennis. Te- yeah, table, table tennis. tennis. I'm into bad- Someone's spreading rumours yeah. about badminton. Uh, maybe that was me. Um, maybe we'll have to have a badminton match when you return. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take you up on that. Uh, table tennis Table tennis is a fun one, yeah. That's, um, yeah that, that's quite big over here. There are a lot of tables just kind of scattered around the city. So if you've got a table tennis racket, you can grab grab your racket, grab some balls, go to a park, find a free table and have a little rally. That doesn't mean I'm any good at it. I, I like to go and play, but I'm not, not necessarily any good. As long as you're having fun, that's all that matters. Um, now, you, you did mention that um, it was a bit of an impulsive thing in the sense you didn't think you were going to, um, you know, be accepted over there in Berlin. Um how much of a culture shock was it for you and how quickly did you have to adapt with language change or well, learning the language? Yeah, learning the language was a funny one. I really hadn't prepared for that part of the situation. I actually remember um, when I was first travelling over, I jumped on the plane and uh, as the plane was taking off, I started thinking to myself, well, 
I got 26 hours I need to kill here. I guess it's time to open up Duolingo and start learning some German. Um, but honestly, I think, I mean, Germans have their little quirks, but it's not too different over here. Um, the, lang the language took me a little, we're still taking, I don't really speak German fluently, but I'm getting to the point now where I can get by um, day to day. I can understand everything that people are saying in German and I can respond to them. I probably sound like a small child, but I can respond. I'm sure they love the Aussie accent. Yeah, yeah. Especially when I pull it out and give them a good, a good thick, yeah, nah, how's it going? Crikey, mate. What do you reckon? There haven't been too many disastrous translations, I hope. I don't think so. I'm trying to think if I've put my foot in it at all. No, I think it's been okay. So far, so good. Well, before I let you go, what uh, projects uh, do you have coming up that we can look forward to checking out? Mm, what's coming up? Um, uh, da -da 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 -da. I... Yeah, I've I've got a few music videos coming. There's one in particular that I'm I'm quite excited about. I think that is going to be quite a big um, big video and a big release when it, it does come out. But I'm not sure exactly when that will happen, and I also can't say much more than that because of the contracts that I've signed. Um, but I think that will that will be quite a fun fun project when it comes out. So it's more or less watch this space. That will be announced with the tour dates. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Sign up to the newsletter. You'll get, it, you'll get the first exclusives there as well. Or we can check you out on uh, Instagram too, I believe. Yeah, I am on Instagram. Um, probably not as active as I should be, but if you want to check any of my, my current work, that's sort of all up there on Instagram. Yeah, the, the Instagram is benpacker.xyz. Thank you so much for having a chat with me, Ben. Uh, hopefully we'll catch up again soon and um, I look forward to the tour dates being announced so we can catch up for badminton. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Start training. I'll start training too. I'm coming for you. Follow Level On Up podcast on Instagram.